Welcome, guys. My name is Andrew Pahez, and welcome to the podcast, The Pahez Podcast. Guys, I have a special guest today, but before we introduce Tim, this podcast is made especially for you, genuine experiences, genuine people, and the genuine me. This uh, podcast is made to spread awareness of positivity. Positivity not necessarily meaning happiness and being happy all the time, but meaning that you have options in life and that you're not stuck and that everyone is in the same rut as you are, maybe just in a different path. So without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello guys, my name is Marvel. I'm a freshman at DBC. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Marvel. So, Marvel, what? Um, I'm curious. I think we're all curious. Your name is Marvel. First name. How did you get? How did your parents come up with that name? Actually, it's from the word Marvel, so it uh-huh. it isn't from the MCU or from the comic. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so. it's from the <laughs> yeah. like. I just got blessed by the MCU. Now everyone remembers <laughs> my name, so. Yeah, I got it's from the dictionary word, so mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's, it's a like less common name here. Yeah, because okay. back in Indonesia, I have like three other friends whose name yeah. Marvel. Yeah, so it's common in Indonesia where you're from. Well, relatively common. Relatively yeah. common. Okay, what does Marvel the name Marvel mean? Uh, it's like something like amazing or something marvelous. Ah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's a really unique name. My name is just Andrew, as you know. There's a lot of Andrews. Yeah, <laughs> super unique. Okay, Marvel first year DVC. Okay, how old are you, Marvel? I'm uh, 16. 16, and you're already at community college. Yeah. That is crazy. Is there a lot of 16-year-olds that come from Actually, most uh, Indonesians, they uh-huh. drop out of high school and go straight to community college. Really? Yeah, that's, that's why community colleges are quite a decent amount of Indonesians because uh-huh. you kind of get the two-year skip. Yeah. So. Wow, okay. So that's really like the, the niche, like the, the thing to do, right? The meta- yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah, you could okay. say that. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay, so first year, what are you studying, Marvel? I'm a CS major, kind of oh going for economics and CS. That's crazy. Yeah. So you, you're, you know, uh, Sibs. Yeah, I know Sibs. Yeah, because you, you, yeah, you're talking. He's a cool dude. Yeah. yeah, you guys are both CS majors, right? Yeah. Uh, you know Jake Nations. Yeah, I know him. Okay, yeah. cool. It's a, it's, cool it's like a small too. community, huh? A CS yeah, community. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So what do you what do you have to do with uh the CS? CS so economics. Actually, I like doing business. Mm-hmm. I actually love entrepreneurship and all this stuff. All right, nice. But the thing is, mm-hmm. if you take a business major, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of a digital era, so that's why I'm taking a CS major, because mm-hmm. then using my CS skills, I could transition. I would have a better edge than other, like, Business, uh, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. planning to take the business world, but more put it more towards digital, like digital. Digital, media, yeah, uh, digitally. The digital world. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's really good. So you want to go to Berkeley, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to go to Berkeley yeah. from DVC for some reason. I mean, it's a good school. Very credible. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit, little bit about your background. You're 16. You came from Indonesia. Where yeah. in Indonesia? Like Jakarta, the main Jakarta. main city, yeah, the most populated. Okay, interesting. Well, tell me, I I have no clue, like what the demographics look in, in Indonesia, like what the places, the cities. Tell us about Indonesia. So Indonesia is like the fourth most populated country in the world. Mm-hmm. And Jakarta is like the most populated city. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jakarta is probably known most for its traffic jams, honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like for me to go to school, yeah. no traffic, maybe approximately five to ten minutes. But uh-huh. Every day there's always traffic, so it makes it like twenty minutes, like, thirty minutes. Is the traffic as bad as the traffic here? It's probably even worse. It's worse. Yeah, it's probably even really. Worse. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really cool. 
I mean, really cool to know that we're not the worst traffic in the world. <laughs> no, no. You know? Okay. That's cool. So in Jakarta is the worst traffic. And then I know a lot of people here, especially in the Club DBO that we're a part of, a lot of people come from Jakarta. Yeah. Or like most people. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I have a few questions coming because, you know, coming from Indonesia, coming here, like what was the experience like when you first got onto like DVC campus, experiencing the culture here? Well, the culture is... So it's actually my first time in America. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been here beforehand. Uh-huh. So, but I've been to other uh, countries, Europe and all oh, that. Nice. But Americans, like, yeah, it's definitely a culture shock. Like, uh-huh. the introductions aren't... So back in Indonesia, the introductions aren't, hey. Are, I mean, aren't, how are you? It's really? just, hey. It's just, hi. Really? That's it. Yeah, hi. So if someone were to come up to you in Indonesia, they'd just be like, hey. Yeah, hi. yeah, hi. Yeah, if they... If you say how are you, it's kind of weird. It's kind of unorthodox. They're like, what? what? Talking to me? What? <laughs> they're, they're like looking behind. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. First first note. When you go to Indonesia, don't start with how are you. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Okay. So what else? What, what else about the culture and, you know? Honestly, I prefer the culture in uh, Indonesia, uh, in America more than oh, in Indonesia. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm, I'm raised individualistically. Mm-hmm. which is basically the culture in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, one weird thing is in Indonesia, you cannot give stuff with your left hand. Really? It's impolite. It's, yeah, okay. it's very impolite. I don't want to say really a lot just because I'm super intrigued by the culture in Indonesia, but so you can't, like if I were to give you my phone right now. You have to toss it to your right hand and move it and give it to me. Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, the reason being is like, oh. uh, if you go to the toilet and you take a dump, you're gonna use your left hand to like to wipe. Yeah, and that's like unpolite, and I think oh. it's a conservative culture, so oh. something like that. Yeah. So they assume that your left hand is a dirty hand. Yeah, and you, then the right hand. I, I still don't understand why that's the case. <laughs> like honestly, I never agree. With it. Like I don't agree at all. So yeah, but it, it's it's just out of respect. Yeah, out of respect. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. How about things in America? Is there anything in America that you thought you think is like really weird that's just unorthodox? That's just like, why do you guys do that? Previously, I thought in America there will be like no homeless people, kind of like no I, homeless people. Yeah, I thought because okay. it's like such a prosperous country. <laughs> yeah, and land of dreams. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually a decent amount of yeah. <laughs> especially if we go to downtown, like uh-huh. whoa, yeah, and definitely like I guess there. Their looks are more. I, I I don't know how to phrase this, but in Indonesia it's very conservative, so uh-huh. there are no like piercings and all that. There's no piercing, like no anywhere in the ears. No, yeah, and tattoos very uh very very little. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, so in in that culture of Indonesia, you really perceive yourself as conservative. What things you wear to things you put on your body. It's a Muslim country, mm-hmm. so. 90%. So I think that's that's one of the main reasons why. Interesting. Yeah. And then here, you know, you see people like, I mean, already on campus, you see people like tattoos yeah, yeah, on the yeah. forehead and the neck. And, yeah, yeah. You know, everywhere. So that was one of the things that really just caught you off guard. Like, oh. I mean, I've seen them in the movies, but yeah. now once I arrived, I'm like, I feel like I'm the person in the movie, you know, because yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Does it feel like a movie? It does. When I first arrived, I'm when like, yeah, even even now, now that you mentioned it, it does seem like a movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's cool. That's cool. So, how are you planning after um, DVC? Are you planning to go back to Indonesia? I mean, after actually, no, after the two years and then you go to a four year university, are you planning to go back to Indonesia and live back there or stay here? 
Yeah, I, it's kind of a responsibility thing because I'm the only child. Oh. So like, yeah. Really? How big is your family back in Indonesia? As in my main? Yeah. It's only in my mother, father, and me. That's oh. it. So only three of us. Okay. And then how about like cousins? Oh, I have like, my father has like, I have two uncles and mm-hmm. like three, two, two other aunts. No, yeah, two uncles mm-hmm. and two aunts. And so they so both have like yeah. babies. So my cousins are basically brothers. Ah, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess cousin-wise, I have around, I'm pretty sure it's like seven, seven plus. Seven plus? That's, yeah. That's a really so big yeah. family. But the thing is, mm-hmm. my father come from, not from Jakarta, it's from another city called Makassar. Mm-hmm. Makassar, which is like, which is where my uh, big family lives. Uh, okay. So my father is the only one who moved to Jakarta. Interesting. So why do why does your family live? Majority of them live over there in that city. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. You could try. Yeah. No. What, how do you say? Makassar. Makassar. Yeah, you Makassar. got it down. Yeah. Makassar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably gonna forget it. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So why did your family? Was so my father was born there. Okay. But then he moved because mm-hmm. in Jakarta there's more opportunity. So my father came from a like really poor family. Oh wow. Okay. Now, okay, this is my assumption, and please, because correct me if I'm wrong, you could even hit me to be like, no, that's not the case. Right. But when I, you know, when I first came here to DBC, I noticed that there are a lot of Indonesians, right? There's yep. like a little Indonesian community yep. of like Indo DBC yeah, going yeah, on yeah. and everything. And I assume that all of you guys are just you guys have like rich parents. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's a, a huge thing. thing. It's a huge thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's what's the process like to get from you know Jakarta all the way to here for you to get the education that you have? As in the logistics or yeah, logistics. Yeah. Oh, for me, I I don't really handle the logistics. It's like not even my parents because it's oh. mostly an agent. I use an agent and then they handle everything. Oh, really? And even then, if the agent has some documents to my parents, like my mm-hmm. parents just give it to the secretary. So you guys, so. You use an you use an yeah. to get over here to America, yeah. making sure that you can you're able to participate. Yeah, and engage. Yep. This is weird word, but be in the school that you are. Yep. Right now, okay. Is that like most Indonesians or just you? I'm pretty sure most of them. Yeah, because I think it's kind of complicated without an agent. Because uh-huh. yeah, it's kind of complicated. Interesting. Now, do you guys have like a? I don't know, is there like a time limit? That you guys are here in America for? Are allowed to stay here? Yeah. I'm pretty sure my visa is five years. Five years. Yeah. So you guys are kept to five years. And then you have to renew. And you have to renew it. Yeah. And how, what is that pro- what is the pro- Do you know the process of renewing the visa? I have like no knowledge in this process whatsoever. So uh, I'm just asking you. I have no idea. It's, <laughs> like, it's like going to the agent. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's, no, that's, that's really intriguing. Just because I lived in America my whole life. Um, and I know a lot of people are curious to know about, you know, people who come from a foreign country into America, right? Oh, okay. And I know a lot of the people that I know who are Indonesian, they're very um, career ba- like career orientated. Like they, they want a very good career, like a really good job, which is by, you know, they want to pursue Berkeley um, and I don't know, be like CEOs or something. I, that's really the one career path that I've ever heard is creating your own company. I feel like that's because... Uh... You've only seen Indonesians who are who actually joined the club from PBL. Uh-huh. Those are the those are the filtered like decent uh-huh. ones. The filtered good ones. Decent yeah, ones. Like, <laughs> I've I've met I've, like like I don't want to offend the culture like of my own country, but it's, yeah, it's, 
mm-hmm. kind of yeah <laughs> yeah no no worries you can i mean this is like an unfiltered talk so if you no i mean it's kind of it's kind of it's not that great i not guess great. yeah okay. so the one who actually reach out and join clubs and try to and try to become officers and all that mm-hmm. those are the good ones really yeah those are yeah so what are not the good ones so what would you consider well i can't i can't really say but uh-huh. i mean maybe they're they're more like inactive they're more like they kind of just go through life and that might be part it's, it's completely not their fault yeah i'm pretty sure it's the fault uh maybe it's because of your parents maybe spoiling them or something because they're really rich right mm-hmm. so kind of they're i feel like they're more like I'm gonna get my my father's company anyways. Like mm. I'm gonna get all this money, so they don't really have a have a drive to work hard. Yeah, yeah so that's that. that's a big problem. Okay. So Marvel, what's what's your take? What's your take? What's your life take on like? What's your take on life? Like, what, yeah, what do you what what drives you every day to be who you are? What drives you to do what you do here, especially you know with everything that you have going on for yourself? I feel like for me, it's definitely being grateful that I'm I'm even alive. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I know you're a big fan of Gary Vee too. I am. Oh my like, god! Yeah. Yeah. There's this video which he said that our, our chances of living is of one in four hundred trillion, mm-hmm. which is insane. And even those who are alive, they don't have the opportunity to to, you know, like right now me, I'm like super comfortable, and you're probably also like you. You know, you have a house mm-hmm. or yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are struggling. And I think making use of this opportunity, being mm-hmm. in America, which I'm probably like top one percent, so I got really lucky. Like the chances of me being here is like in the quintillions. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm really grateful for. Because the way I see it is, there might be some kid who is like struggling, mm-hmm. but he could, if he was born in a rich family, he could be the next Elon Musk, the next mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. But because he didn't, he didn't have those uh, resources. He he can't be. It, it's it's not possible mm-hmm. due to this environment. So I think because I I'm born in this circumstance, which is good. I kind of want to make um like most use of my life mm-hmm. because I, I'm really lucky. So. Yeah, I see that about you. I remember when you first came to me. You know, you're like, I love your positivity. Like, you know, you, you, I feel like you vibe off of positivity, right? Yeah. And like, it's something that not a lot of people I see here. Like a lot of people here, I think, should be grateful that they're coming to. I mean, a community college, uh, although you know it is cheaper than a university, it's still money that you have to put yeah. down for classes, and you're learning and gaining knowledge. And at the end of the day, you're better off than most people in the world who can't yeah. afford even afford it, right? And it's it's funny because you make me look onto myself, and there are moments in time where I've been li- okay. So I live in a city called San Ramon. Right, and Santa Ramon is a wealthy city, uh, you know all these pretentious. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> really nice looking houses, nice looking cars, and, you know wealthy people. And I've always used to complain about my circumstance and situation. I mean, probably because I would compare myself to my friends who also lived in the same city as me, and so maybe expectations were higher, right? But when you come here and you're telling me perspective, yeah, right, exactly. perspective is a big thing. Gary V, he's like, Gary V, guys, her perspective is everything because. You like you said you we have like what what are, what are the chances like one in four hundred trillion yeah one hundred four hundred trillion to be alive to be in this world yeah right and then for you to be growing up I mean wherever you grow up you still have opportunities somewhere in some place yes there may be environmental restrictions to what you can and cannot do but being alive in this world is already 
a blessing. Yeah, in yeah, disguise. Yeah, yeah. I think people take that so much for granted. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say I admire you when it comes to like your positivity and your outlook in the world. Coming from Indonesia, a way different culture than here in America, right? You're able to look at things from a brighter side and take things like, you know, as they come, right? So like. If there's an opportunity, I don't know what kind of opportunities you go for, you know, nowadays, but if, if there's an opportunity that comes your way, you'd be like, oh, you know, I could do really well on this. And if something bad were coming your way, you'd probably be like, oh, I could, you know, like, that wasn't so bad. I could do better this yeah. way, you know, instead of, oh, do I suck at this? This is trash. Like, life sucks. Yeah, this yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I'm never going to make any work, although I'm ready at DVC. You know, I'm at DVC. I'm talking with you. We're having a great discussion. And I don't know. What, what would you say to people like that? What would you say to people who who don't look at the world like you do? I definitely would kind of force that, like, kind of kind of do it like Gary V style, kind okay. of be like, okay. do you know the chances of you being here mm -hmm. are like in the quintillions? And the fact that there are people outside who are a lot more talented than you, mm -hmm. who has a lot more potential than you, but due to their circumstances, they are unable to do the things that you would you 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 are now able to do mm -hmm. and yet you're complaining like yeah you have less than a thousand followers on instagram or you have you, your last post got like less than 200 likes mm -hmm. something like that or something like you know you got a b on the homework because your professor sucks mm -hmm. it's like those are very very like little innocuous things so i yeah like i think you just gotta put things in perspective mm -hmm. that there are people who are struggling to find water struggling to find food mm -hmm. who has yeah again who has more potential than you mm -hmm. like there are people who has more potential than me yeah that if they were put in my position right now they could be like the next Elon Musk mm -hmm. they could be changing the world but they can't because their environment sucks and mm -hmm. their circumstance which they are born in sucks which is I don't get how people don't get that. <laughs> so. And you know, Marvel, I was as you were as you're speaking, I, I was really thinking about you know, I was talking about perspective, right? And to be in someone's perspective, I believe, um, you know, to understand is to understand their situation is to sympathize, right? And to understand emotionally is to empathize. And, and we we tend to say perspective. I, in this podcast, I tend to say perspective a lot because I think we both on the same page with perspective. But I think there's some people in the world also, and I'm gonna switch to topic or not topic round but like kind of just this a little topic or debate i don't know what you want to call it but um when it comes to perspective right you're talking about you know a thousand followers and you're complaining about it right to some people in america that may actually be the world you know what i mean like and that's that's their perspective on life and as much as i want to say like you know hey have perspective on on people who are have less opportunities and less resources than you do is it still right and is it still like morally correct to say, hey, you need you need to not feel bad for yourself and feel and like, you know, think about people who are below you or people who have less resources than you, even though you're going through your own problems. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make is it like oh, okay, as in you know, like discrediting their struggle. Oh, okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I feel like a yeah, lot of yeah. us, right? A lot of us have struggles in our program. like everyone has struggles we're all human yeah. and we all have personal struggles but there was one time when i was when i was with a friend and you know he he told his other friend he's like hey you know 
she, you know, she was explaining her life story. She was explaining her struggle and everything. And he says, "That's not a struggle. <laughs> that's you. Know, that's just that's that's just, that's not even that shouldn't even be a struggle in your life. Like, yeah. don't even think it like that, right? But at the same time, she got so offended. She got so offended because her whole life was that, you know. Yeah. Yes, and that's her perspective." I know I'm kind of being a little bit confusing here. I, I got you. I think I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it, it, it's good to realize that one, everyone has a struggle, right? But I think the best way to go about your struggles in life is to have the perspective of of what you were talking about, yeah. right? To know that one, to come to a realization at some point in life, saying, "Look, what I have now is amazing. What I have now is great, and it could be even better." Yes, obviously. But there are also people below me that want to get to where I'm at. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that builds to positivity in a way. You know? You have a take on that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for what what I said about that, mm-hmm. it's what I would say for myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, it's about being aware. Mm-hmm. But of course, if people are struggling, I wouldn't be like, oh, those aren't struggles. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, be. Like, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'll actually empathize, empathize with them because I understand being in that state of uh, struggling and what I really, like, I guess, pity about them is mm-hmm. kind of, they, they don't have that self, they don't have that awareness. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. so, my question for you is, how do people gain this awareness? Like how do, if, if we want, say for example, you and I were about to take over the world, right? We're accomplishing the world, but we want people in our world to create awareness for people around them, right? For, have this awareness that other people are struggling even more than they are. Yeah. Right? How do we go about that? How do we go about showing the world that there are other people like that? Because like I said, everyone's stuck in their own world. Here in America, indivi- indivi- individualistic society, everyone's like, my goals, my dreams, me, myself. Yeah, me. yeah. Right? Me, myself, and I. That's literally what it is. And as sad as it sounds, that's reality. So how do we how do we go about taking the first step to making people aware that look, your problems are your problems and it, it, they're valid struggles, right? But at some point in time, you have to realize that look, there are people out there struggling more than you are. So let's use that as a opportunity and use that as a motivation for you to either clean your mindset, be clear of your goals, and and be more positive. Right. So, what are what are the first? What are some things? Honestly, if I yeah. would know, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I I would be really big right now. But <laughs> but I don't. But mm-hmm. I, how how I've always gone about it is, I've always like I guess how they how as in if I would tell them or how they themselves can. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, how, how they themselves. How them how they themselves. Oh okay. Yeah. I feel like the first step is definitely. Actually, I feel like the only step is definitely realizing that. Again, I'm restating realizing that oh, yeah. the the, uh-huh. the chances of us being alive and being mm-hmm. in this opportunity and having a phone, having and like again, Gary V emphasizes so much on this phone because mm-hmm. we are living in an era where it's internet. Yeah, you literally sure. can can make like money and you know if we if we were born a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. it would have been like really bad because then we couldn't do things we like over the internet something like that like i don't think it applies to college students though but yeah and i think just being able to 
to realize that we are very lucky to live in this era mm-hmm. it's definitely the first step if not the only step <laughs> being mm-hmm. able to realize that there are people who are struggling there are people who have uh, who has a lot more problems which is like I, I go I go through my own problems too but then like every time I go through my own problems I'm mm-hmm. like I gotta get back to that mindset instantly I'm like you yeah. know these problems are uh, small compared to other people and like yeah I always kind of try to get to that mindset and I and I feel like people has to also try to get that to that mindset to practice I think like they right. once they kind of start slipping uh-huh. off and this kind of be like oh this world sucks and then that's when your self awareness has to kick in instantly mm-hmm. you you got to be like no nah, there's mm-hmm. people who are less fortunate than me who wants to do things but due to their circumstances they're not able to yeah and do you think like i don't know do you think traveling and getting out of your comfort zone would help with the discovery and creating more of awareness for yourself as in what do you mean by like you know how you said like practice right you need yeah. practice yeah. to create the awareness right so in practice we could maybe consider also traveling right or in clubs here on dvc to keep it like on a on a turn that we all know joining clubs on campus right you, you i don't think when you come out to dvc you only know one thing you want to get out of here <laughs> right <laughs> um but there's different perspectives there's different things happening around the campus and for you to find that out you have to get out there yeah you're right you know what i'm saying i think gary vanderschuk gary vanderschuk once said like to understand somebody to empathize with somebody you got to put themselves into into yeah. their shoes you have to understand the customer. You have to understand, you know, what they want, what their needs are. And to do that, I think the f- another thing that we can add on to what you were saying is, like, getting out of your comfort zone, right? Coming to PBL, a club over here, it's a really big club on campus, you know. But as soon as you step over that line of, un- like, you know, you're comfortable and you get into the uncomfortable, you start to realize a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about the world. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Uh-huh. I guess that's also another step, definitely, to be more grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do it because mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I guess, I guess, I, I kind of like instantly got it for me. But mm-hmm. I feel like some people they also get it from like how Mother Teresa kind of d- does it. Mm-hmm. Like Mother Teresa, she went to and helped like children, and then she kind of mm-hmm. became aware, kind of volunteer, and then maybe. Like and see other perspectives of other people, yeah. Kind of having, like, see what because then the more you know other people, then you're like, oh, he has problems too. Mm-hmm. She has problems too. I'm not the only one who has problems. I like the the world isn't yeah. all against me. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and yeah. especially if you're like volunteer, I guess going to helping to a children care center or something, mm-hmm. and then you're like you you look at they're they're unfortunate, and then I think. I feel like that will definitely like help. Open your yeah, eyes. kind of open your eyes. Interesting. Yeah, there's. Uh, I just want to add something. Yeah, else. yeah, go for it, uh, go for it, go for it. I, I heard something. On, I looked at something on Instagram. It was mm-hmm. something along the lines like, "I was crying because I didn't have shoes, but then I, uh, but then I saw someone who didn't have legs, mm-hmm. which which really like that, hit, yeah, 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 because like I, like you said, I'm gonna say it again. Perspective, right? Yeah. The shoes. You're crying because you don't have shoes. Yeah, you see someone in a wheelchair who doesn't have legs. Yeah. And it's like, dang, I'm walking on my two legs. You know, I think every morning, because I, I do believe in God, and so, you know, I would be like, oh, you know, pray to God, like thanking him for my legs, my arms, <laughs> me being able to speak. 
because I do see those videos on Facebook and Instagram. Like, dude, there are people out there who are still fighting, and they're yeah. they're I respect them. Uh, but like, look at me. I mean, I'm I might be five foot five, and you know that's it's just a height. But I have my legs, I have my feet. You know, I do my arms. I can move. And I think that's something to be grateful for. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So, Marvel, I, I want to ask you, and I'm I'm gonna have you. So, pretend like you are the ambassador for like all people coming into America. Like you know, everyone who wants to come into America, or everyone who's just like first time transferring into at least just DVC to be specific. What type of piece, piece like give me like three pieces of advice you can give these people like coming into DVC and just being comfortable with the environment, the culture. Honestly, so this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just a freshman, so it's kind of for me. It kind of yeah, just yeah. like, but yeah. I definitely feel like clubs help a lot, mm-hmm. and it's a huge moment of growth. Completely, because yeah. then you kind of network with people again. You gain more perspective other people, and mm-hmm. and you diffuse kind of with like you. Like I'm, I'm not hanging out around with you, and I kind of mm-hmm. like get to know the American culture more. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of gets you, you more used to yeah, the American culture. And yeah, I think the next next advice probably, huh, let me think for a second. Yeah. So you, you said you said joining clubs on campus, yeah. meaning like really, and I'm going to clarify, any organizations on campus that allow you to experience the culture for what it is, right? Well, I feel like definitely get, getting a community first. Okay, okay, community, yeah. Yeah, because first when I arrived here, it was like mm. really lonely. Oh, right. I didn't have uh, any roommates. Uh, I had roommates, but they were like all working. Mm. Completely not my age. So oh. I'm completely alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is definitely community helps a lot. Interesting. Okay, I like that. We One second. Guys, we're going to go on a little break for a second. Um, if you guys want to get a drink of water or whatever, we'll be right back with you guys in a short second or minute. All right. All right, guys, and we're back. Hope you guys had um, a good drink or you guys took a little nap before coming back to this podcast. But Marvel is going to share his last two pieces of advice for people coming into, you know, the American culture or just DVC in specifically. Marvel, take it away. Yeah, I feel like the second advice I have is mm-hmm. definitely, like for me personally, is to not care so much on what pe- other people think of you. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like going to a new community, you're definitely your first uh, instinct is to fit in mm-hmm. i feel like and if you if you fit in on, on in the wrong community mm-hmm. in college that is gonna have a lot of big trouble for you mm-hmm. so i feel like you got to realize that you you, you got to being be able to realize that you have to think like is this the right community for me mm-hmm. is this gonna lead me down the right path because so to not be so consumed about fitting in and being able to, you know, have a lot of friends and all that, it's kind of about who, what's the uh, community you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should, like, mm, care so much, I guess, about... I don't know how to tie this into the main point, but... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel like just, like, uh, don't care so much about what other people think of you if if you're if you were if you might not found have found the right uh, like the right friends for you right now i don't think you should be pressured to you know join and try to fit in mm-hmm. which is and you see a lot of people doing that nowadays huh yeah especially yeah. which is 
from you know Indonesia there's a lot mm-hmm. of people yeah with big influences and at such a young age I'll add on to that it's it's hard it's very very difficult for you to say you know what my name is Andrew and I don't want to be considered cool with you know all the officers at PBL or like I don't want to be considered because it, it we all want to be part of a community right but the big question for you to answer is what type of person you are right are you conservative right do you like to be out there do you like, do you like to be very dominant Right, what what type of personality you are, and find the community that best fits you, right? Not what your friends think best fits you, right? Because at the end of the day, that could lead to a very disturbing path or something that you may regret in the future. So it's really building on to not really caring so much, but also being honest, right? Honesty and not caring so much about what other people may have influence on you. Because I tell you this, and I think you could, I think you have a personal experience in this too. A lot of people will tell you what to do, right? Do you have a person? Do you have any experience on people telling you like, "Hey, Marvel, you should do this"? No. So, actually, I've been told that for my, I guess, for my entire life. Because again, mm-hmm. my father is—I was just talking with Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, my father is really like a dominant person, mm-hmm. so he's always kind of be like, "Do A, B, C, D," and for me, I kind of don't really like that. Like mm-hmm. so. Uh, I guess because of that, I'm able to like refute a lot of the. Uh, I guess if people tell me what to do, mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest advice is for for people to ask why, mm-hmm. like why, why do you want you to do this? Why, mm-hmm. like being able to to have that reason behind why? Yeah. So. Okay, that's cool. So your first piece of advice was to join a club, an organization. Yeah. And then as soon as you join that club, an organization is to not really care about what other people may think of you. Is that your second piece of advice? Just I guess it? no. It's it's not really to the club thing. It's kind of like just a separate thing. Okay. Yeah, it's completely uh-huh. general. Yeah. Because definitely in the teens, like with adults and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and I go I go through this too. It's like you kind of want to fit in, and mm. you kind of but just like. You know, you kind of want to look cool. You know, all your friends are partying and like they're 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 buying expensive stuff, and you kind of want to buy those expensive stuff and also party. So, which you know, it's not gonna lead you down the right path, but mm-hmm. because you try to fit in and you try mm-hmm. to, you know, you care about what other people think of you. You don't want to. You don't want them to say that you're weird. That yeah. You don't. You, you know. I, yeah. I think that's a big part, and being aware of that is definitely okay. Cool. Cool. And your third piece of advice. Do you have a third piece of advice? Yeah, definitely reaching out to people. Reaching out? Yeah. Okay. I. What do you mean by reaching out? I guess for me, it's like, well, I basically reached out to you. Right? <laughs> you did. Right? I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like reaching out to people who mm-hmm. are, this kind of correlates to the second thing because mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for you to reach out if you still care what other people think of you. It's kind of like a pride thing mm-hmm. where... I find a lot of people and I actually just talked to one of my friends yeah. yesterday and, and she was quite surprised that I reached out to you. Really? Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and because she was like, people have pride. They're like, they kind of feel prideful and it's kind of be like, you know, if I reach out to you, then it kind of seems, makes me seem weird. kind yeah. of makes me look whatever. And I feel like that's not the case. I feel like if you kind of want a community, just don't be afraid to reach out to people who, who look positive, mm-hmm. who, who, Things that he, they have a good outlook on life, who seems like they're going places. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a huge, huge opportunity. And if you, if I can make you just like drop that one loser guy 
who, who you've known for like six years yeah, and just yeah. add that one person who's like positive just reach out mm-hmm. that will help you a lot a lot 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 yeah more that's interesting that you say that because now that you said that I, I, it really just hit me it's like the pride thing yeah like for me as a human being and just being myself i'll tell you right off the bat I'll tell everybody that i hate reaching out to me like not hate but i just don't do it you know it's uh i people reach out to me but i don't reach out to people mainly because one pride right pride is a big thing like you don't want to look weird one you don't want to act like you you need them in a sense because you know being a person who wants to be i guess um individualistic is like okay i can do this myself you know and i i'm glad you brought that up because now now that i'm aware of it i'm like huh andrew you need to stop being like you know very prideful very you know like i guess insecure like hey reach out to people if you want help, if you need help, I think a lot of my friends tell me this too. It's like, Andrew, you never reach out for help. Right? You never reach out for help. You never like ask, you know, you always just try to do it yourself, which is something I, I'm, I'm currently working on. But that is a good piece of advice that you gave us. So thank thank you. you for that. So your top three advices for people coming into America, for people first time, join clubs, join community, join organization, right? Yeah. You, you can get involved with volunteering. You can, uh, you can, I mean, there's, there's a lot of resources around you. A lot of people who are already in clubs so just ask them that goes to the second uh, not that it goes to the third but the second one is not letting people i guess influence you right yeah like, kind of like kind of like that care care like, yeah don't, don't, don't care, care about as what? much uh-huh. yeah because in this age it's like you try to fit in always mm-hmm. exactly so don't care as much what other people think because i think now this is a time where you should be experimenting you should be doing yourself yeah. Because when you get older, you have a buttload of responsibilities. You know, you may be owning a company. You may have your own family. Then that's when you have to care, like, okay, is my family, yeah, what yeah, do they think of yeah. me, all that. But right now, I mean, with the age that we're targeting, it, it, you guys are young. I mean, yes, you may have responsibilities, but you're not going to get the time back. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's yeah. a really important thing. So I like that piece of advice, too. And the third one is reaching out. Am I reaching out to those around you? Not being prideful and being keeping to yourself, but if you want that community, which is suggested by you, you need to reach out first, right? Just like you did to me, and I appreciate that. Like, yeah, Marvel, like he DM'd, <laughs> like I tell him. Yeah, yeah, you can just go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so Marvel, I think it was like the first meeting you came by. It was like the first meeting you came by, and after Second, that, yeah, yeah, and he just DM'd me. He's like, "Hey, Angie, you know, like talking about a podcast and everything," and I was like, "Dang, you know, not a lot of people have that." Have the I don't want to say like but have the power courage. courage. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> courage to do that, right? And I think a lot of people should because not only do you yeah comfort zone, you may experience other opportunities, but you you create a, you start to create confidence for yourself in, in doing that, and it's practice along the way. Because when you start doing that, people start to see oh he's not a bad guy. You know, he's he's just trying to connect. He's trying to know. He's trying to be a better self than he already wants to be. And a lot of people respect that from me to you. So, yeah, Thank that's you. that's cool. Thank you, Marvel. So, time is up. It's like around 10 minutes. Uh, well, actually, it's it 40 minutes. Yeah, 40, 45 minutes is where I keep it. So, we're at like the 40, 40, we're at the 40 minute mark. Um, but before we leave, Marvel, Marvel, I want to say thank you for being my podcast today. I really appreciate your perspective and life. Um, one piece of advice that you just like, one little thing you want to leave the audience today with. Like, the last thing that you would want to say to the audience, what would that be? 
piece of advice, anything. A quote. The last thing. Last thing. Last thing. It could be anything. I think I really like this quote where it says, "You guys, you you will miss one hundred percent of the shots that you don't take." Ah, was that said by Michael Jordan? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not with someone else. Oh, it's someone else. <laughs> so, I just I see that I see that quote a lot. Yeah. But yeah, okay, cool. So you miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Okay, I like that. Cool. Um, Marvel, do you have an Instagram? Yeah, I do. Do you yeah. want to shout out your Instagram? Do you feel comfortable shouting out your Instagram? Or you yeah, know? Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go shout out your Instagram. Uh, it's Marvel Gom with a G O M at the end. So M A R V L G O M. Yeah. Okay, and that's your Instagram. Yeah. Cool, guys. All right, guys. Well, you heard it from Marvel himself, guys. If you guys want him hit him up with any questions or tell him how good he is as a person, hit him up on his DMs on Instagram. I think you're private, right? So they'd have to add you first. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, guys. And you know, my Instagram, at Aloha Pies, A-L-O-H-A-P-A-J-E-S, guys. Guys, I want to thank you guys for all the support you guys have been giving me for the past, I don't know how many months I've been doing this, but like a lot of months. Um, and I just want to thank you guys. I want to thank you the subscribers on my podcast. I know most of them don't want to be shouted out, but I want to thank you guys. <laughs> um, and I want to thank, yeah, just really everyone who's taking their time to listen to other people's perspectives. Um, it's not me. It's not, this podcast wasn't meant to be for me or to be anything more successful or whatever. It's really just to spread awareness of the positivity. And by positivity, I mean the options out there guys. So you guys don't feel alone and you guys, you know, we're all going through shit, just different shit. <laughs> all right guys. Anyways, have a great day guys. I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.